Greetings to those who watch below. As always, I'd like to start this video off by giving a huge shout out to Lisa Watts, Lefty Kim, Ghost City Shelton, and Steffi Ray. They are those who dwell below. If you'd like to join them, make sure to check out the link in the description box. In Navajo culture, the Skinwalker is a truly terrifying entity. Part human, part supernatural beast. This witch is known throughout the world. So today, let's take a look at some true creepy Skinwalker encounters. Navajo Res Skinwalker by Tracker337 As a teenager, I would visit my grandma at her home on the Navajo Res for several weeks every summer. I loved to spend time with her, eat her delicious fried bread, and hear her tell her stories. Every so often, my grandma would hire a worker, the harmless town drunk, to do odd jobs around her house and property. One evening, right before the sun went down, I was asked by my grandma to take him home, which was about four miles out of the valley where she lived. I was more than happy to, seeing that I was only 14 years old and was asked to drive a truck. Mind you, that on a res, nobody cares that you're only 14 years old and driving around. Hell, there's hardly anybody around to see you anyway. So my nine-year-old brother jumped in the truck cab with me while this worker and my dog shared the tailgate to the truck and we were off. After I dropped the worker off at the shack that he and his brothers called a house, we headed back down the road to Grandma's. As I mentioned before, it was evening, and the sky was a deep red as the sun began to set behind us. We were leaving a nice dust trail from the dirt road, and the radio was playing music from the only radio station that could be picked up from the nearest town of Holbrook, Arizona. There was nothing unusual, nothing weird, it was at this time that my eye caught movement of something in the bushes a little up the road to the right of us. I remember slowing down thinking it was one of the many free-roaming sheep in the area that would dart out in front of the truck. As I passed where I thought it was, I sped up, thinking nothing else of it. Then, out of nowhere, I just felt this dark feeling of fear and dread. I had no idea why I was feeling this way, but I definitely felt... That something was wrong. As I play this memory back, there are only a few clear memories that I have of that evening. I clearly remember looking in my rearview mirror and seeing the dark silhouette of something very tall and very skinny that seemed to be covered in some kind of hair or fur running behind the truck after us. Whatever it was, it wasn't a normal human or human at all. I remember hearing my brother crying and my dog barking ferociously at whatever was chasing us. I remember speeding very fast and shaking violently as the truck bounced on the washboard dirt road. I distinctly remember that this thing was getting closer, as my brother cried, It's coming up your side! I remember being as scared as hell and thinking that I didn't want to die. At the moment I thought would be our last, I remember speeding around a bend in the road, and seeing a car coming towards us in the opposite direction. At that moment, I felt instant relief, and felt that whatever was following us was gone. Shaken up but alive, we made it back to Grandma's house, wondering what the hell had just happened. We ran inside not looking back, hoping that whatever was chasing us 
had not followed us home. As we told my grandma about our experience, she didn't seem too surprised, which surprised us. She continued by repeating stories that we had already heard at one point or another about black magic, witches, and something that the Navajo call Yi Nadlushi, or skinwalkers. Needless to say, I didn't even want to look out of any of the windows all the rest of the night. As a matter of fact, I never drove on the reservation at night until I was 21 years old. Without going into too deep of an explanation, I'll just say that these skinwalkers are evil men and spirits that use black magic for evil doing. I'll tell you that as far-fetched as it may sound, they're real. I believe that if God and his greatness are real, the devil is equally as real and also has his ways of showing himself. Ghostman or Skinwalker by Roma 12 I live in Gallup, New Mexico, a city surrounded by Native American culture and history. We have many surrounding towns and reservations that have been here for a very long time, and many people claim they are haunted. My experience actually takes place right in Gallup, on the east side of the city, near a very small reservation. My best friend visited her sister every weekend, who lived in the low rental apartments on the east side. Right across from these apartments is an elementary school, the one I actually attended when I was a child. During these weekends, I would spend the night with my friend at her sister's apartment. At night, when there was absolutely nothing to do, and the kids and parents were asleep, we'd go outside to the park that was right there in the middle of the apartments and chill. One night, we became so bored, we actually took off walking. I'd say it was about 2am. We were used to being up so late, so we're wide awake. Of course, like any teenage girl wanting to stay up late. Well, we walked around behind the apartments, where there's no light, and tons of bushes and prairie dog holes in the ground. As we were walking, I sensed that someone was staring at us, or following us. So... I turned around to look, and there was nothing there. As I turned to look forward, my friend suddenly grabbed my arm and said in a scared whisper, Oh my god, what was that? I looked into the darkness and saw nothing. The wind was slightly blowing that night, and there were a few trees ahead of us, so I passed it off as the wind moving the leaves. I told her, It's just the wind, dude, chill out, and kept walking. But as I looked again, I saw what looked like a black figure moving through the trees. I stopped and said, I think that might be a drunk crashing out back there for the night. Just so I wouldn't scare the crap out of my friend, I kept a calm voice, which was awfully hard for me to do, because I was sensing that this thing in the trees wasn't nice. I kept saying, do you want to go back home? And she said, no, we're almost to the store, let's just keep going. So, as we kept walking, we heard movement in the trees. A swift, fast movement. We started walking faster, like power walking. I heard something behind us and I looked. It looked like a wounded or hurt dog. I wasn't really scared, because where I live there's a lot of that. But what I heard next stopped me dead in my tracks and paralysed me from my legs up. I heard this dog moan and growl at the same time 
as if it wanted me for a midnight snack. I literally couldn't move, and my friend was trying to distract me, saying, Come on, come on, we gotta run. But her screams sounded distant, as if I'd gone deaf or she was far away. I'd made eye contact with this thing, and I knew that was a bad decision. I closed my eyes and said a short prayer, without even thinking. I turned around and ran for my life, with my friend close by my side. I tried not to look behind us, but something was telling me to look. So I glanced behind, and a man was running for us. But he wasn't just running, he was on his hands and knees. I screamed and my friend joined in, only because I scared her when I yelled. We ran faster. We finally got to the road where there was light and cars passing. We had run for about seven minutes straight, and were completely out of breath. I remember our sides aching and cramping. We stopped to catch our breath, and I turned to look behind us again, and saw the man, way in the distant darkness, running back to where we had come from. We walked on even two minutes and finally got to the store. The lady behind the counter gave us a weird look, and asked us if we were okay. Out of breath, we replied, Yeah, just late night run. I could tell she didn't believe us, so she asked if we had run from the apartments. I said, yeah, why? And she goes, oh, are you girls sure you're okay? We looked at each other, and my friend told her, well, not really. We just had a horrible encounter with something. We don't even know who or what it was. The lady said, you girls just ran from a skinwalker. Whoever it was always chases someone he catches walking the road at night. You girls are lucky you made it this far. As if we weren't shaken up already. What she had just told us added to it. We didn't have any money, but she offered us a bottle of water and a ride back home. She closed down the store and gave us a ride back home. As we passed the bushes and trees we had just come from, we all definitely saw something running, but the lady told us to ignore it and close our eyes. We finally entered the apartment complex, and as we were getting out of the car, the lady told us, You girls stay home at night now. There's no need for you two young girls to be running around at two in the morning. Keep yourself safe, you hear? We nodded and said goodbye and thank you. After that night, we never left the apartment complex past twelve o'clock. To this day, I'm still shook up about what I experienced that night, and I also still don't know what it was that followed us that night. Navajo Skinwalker Encounter on a Bus by Ian Jesus Anyone that's been on a Navajo reservation has probably either heard of some creepy things or have experienced them, namely skinwalkers. I've only seen one, but here is my story. I come from a small town in northern Arizona that's sandwiched between the Paiute Reservation to the north and the US's largest Navajo reservation to the south. My high school being so small, I always had to travel south about 5 or 10 hours one way to play another high school in any sport. This means we travelled a lot on the Navajo res, and we usually stayed at hotels when we were out to play and come home in the morning, but this trip was a little bit different. I remember the basketball coach saying that the school didn't have enough money to put the teams in a hotel that trip, so we were going to be on the road for a total of about 12 hours. 
I was the only senior to play basketball that season. We had just got done playing our game and headed home on our bus, Big Blue. We were headed out and it wasn't long, about two hours of driving, before we had entered the res. By this time, everyone was asleep, with it being about two in the morning. When we had crossed the res's border, I noticed the driver had sped up and was now going about 85 miles an hour. I thought this was a little weird because he'd never exceeded the speed limit before, at least not in my high school career. For some reason, I couldn't fall asleep like the rest of my teammates, and I just sat at the back of the bus, staring out across the desolate desert landscape that was lit by the full moon. As I looked out, I could see a figure running towards the bus at an angle of pursuit, and keeping up with the bus at 85 miles an hour. As the figure got closer, I saw that it was a humanoid form. As a matter of fact, it looked exactly like a human, only the face was painted half black and half white, with glowing eyes, glowing eyes like a rabbit's, reflected from a spotlight. I immediately thought, holy crap, that's a skinwalker. The skinwalker ran up to the edge of the road, and just kept up pace with the bus, hurdling sagebrush and rocks while staring at me. After I made eye contact with the thing, I could not look away. It was as if something was holding my head and eyes in place. The skinwalker just smiled at me, this inhuman smile that went ear to ear, showing crooked, yellow, pointed teeth. I felt like I was going to throw up, and I was panicking throughout the whole ordeal. The skinwalker started to crumple down onto all fours, still keeping up with the bus. I could see his bones crack and reform. Hair started appearing all over the skinwalker's body, and in about three seconds, it was now a coyote, and ran off back into the desert, out of view. As soon as it was gone, I ran to the onboard bathroom, and puked a mixture of food and blood. I didn't want to tell anyone for fear that they would think I was crazy. I confided in my Navajo friend, she told me that I needed to see the chief, who also happened to be a friend of mine, and get a blessing. I saw him the next school day, in the parking lot. He just came up to me and mumbled something in Navajo, while waving a feathered scepter-like thing, turned around, got in his truck, and drove away. To this day, I haven't seen another skinwalker. It may be due to the fact I moved away from that town in Rez, and if I do have to go south... I go around, way around. Thank you so much for listening to today's video, guys. I do hope you enjoyed it. Um, also, if you want to hear more Skinwalker stories, because we've barely scratched the surface here, make sure you let me know in the comments below. I'd be really interested in doing a part two very, very soon. Also, big things are coming for the channel. Keep your eyes and ears crossed because you may be seeing a trailer drop within the next few days for something that I've been working on for a while. As always, like, share, subscribe and hit the notification bell so you'll know when that next video comes out or when that trailer drops. So, until next time, sleep tight. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.